Welcome to the High Life Podcast. I'm Meredith Wadsworth, and I'm here to help you on your journey towards honoring yourself every day. This is a journey of self-healing and self-discovery. Becoming aware of our subconscious root story, owning who we are, and shifting perspective, we begin to awaken to our higher selves, and with that, live a more intuitive, intentional, and fulfilling life. Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, or good middle of the night, whatever time it is of day that you're listening to this. Welcome, and I'm so glad that you're here. Before we dive into the content of today's episode, I want to quickly mention that I now have two different coaching offers. So you may have already heard that I work with clients typically over the course of 12 weeks, and we do six sessions, one every two weeks, hour-long Zoom sessions that you get the recording of and you get to listen back to each session as your own private podcast. You get to hear yourself think, you get to separate yourself more objectively from those thoughts and it's kind of like being able to go back and, you know, give someone else advice to your own problem and sometimes that helps you to really know what is the best thing to do moving forward. So that's one of my favorite parts about coaching. I love that aspect of it. But besides that, you also get support from me via text and voice message in between our calls, as well as access via Google Drive to all of the notes from the sessions, resources that I share with you during sessions. And we really dive into what I like to call the four guideposts of your self-healing, which is your identity, intention, intuition, and integration. And we really dig deep into those four things while also creating goals for yourself and mapping out how you're going to be pursuing those goals. And it is in the pursuit of those goals that you're going to come up against all of the limiting beliefs and the self-doubt and the things that are holding you back from really stepping into alignment with your true self and who you see yourself to be in the future. So that is my main coaching offer. But I now also offer 90-minute clarity sessions I like to call them root awakening sessions for those who feel like they just need a little dose of coaching for those who are simply looking to gain clarity, insights, and fresh perspective on whatever you are currently facing through introspection, self-study, and a safe space to vocalize your thoughts. So if you are interested in working with me, but you're feeling like a little intimidated by 12 full weeks, um, or you're just sort of looking to really get clear on what it is that is holding you back that you need to change in your day-to-day, what little tweaks can you make, things like that, then a 90-minute clarity root awakening session is perfect for you. You can sign up and learn more about both of those offers through the link in the show notes. Um, You can also just go to my Instagram bio and there's a link right there as well if you follow me on Instagram and if you don't you should. (laughs) Um, All right. So now we will get into the content of today's episode. I wanted to take today's episode to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart and to my growth and healing process. And that is the topic of grief. And when you think about growth and what you're healing through, grief is a natural part of that process. And it's something that I wasn't really expecting 
honestly. It sounds so obvious. Like if you're healing and growing from something, then there's going to be grief and difficulty involved, of course. But I wasn't expecting to feel grief per se. I was expecting it to be challenging and for me to continuously be questioning my identity and all of those things that accompany moving forward and and shedding old layers, old skin. But I wasn't expecting grief. I wasn't expecting to feel such a longing for the past, especially when part of your growth is to go from living in the past and living in the future to living in the present moment. And so having that grief come up can sometimes be really discouraging because here you are doing this work to try to live in the present moment and yet all you can focus on is what no is what is no longer. And I just want to reassure you that if that's where you are in your journey or if this is something that you have dealt with or that you are coming, going to come up against because if if you haven't yet and you and you or you aren't now then you will and if you have you will again. It is a cyclical thing and and it is a natural part of life and ebb and flow to have things come into your life and have things leave and to grieve that is not only necessary but important and healthy. And grieving doesn't mean that you are not living in the present. It means that you are fully honoring what was and fully processing those emotions and that reality that you had lived through and you are integrating it into who you are in the present moment. And in fact, if you don't go through the grief process, then you're not fully being present. And I say this because for me, I I definitely felt sort of frustrated with myself that I was so longing or so wanting things to be the way that they were while at the same time knowing that things were changing for the better and just feeling like, why can't I just let it go? Why can't I just let the past go and fully be here now and just honor and accept that. And it's because I wasn't allowing my grief to move through me and I wasn't embracing it and allowing myself to feel it to the depths of it so that I could then move through me and then I could be fully present, not forgetting about the past, not tearing that page out of my story, but integrating it into where I am now and where I'll be going. And so I like to call this growth grief. And growth grief happens on many levels. It happens on a personal level when you are growing and you're shedding old skin and you are literally leaving behind an identity of who you used to be. And that is a grieving. That is a death of who you once were and of the future that that version of you maybe envisioned for themselves. And that is a very real emotion. It's a very real pain. And when I sort of recognized that what I was feeling was grief for who I used to be, 
it sort of gave me a weight off my shoulders to have this language for it because up until then I had just been, yeah, frustrated in my head with, you know, I know that who I'm becoming is much better off than who I once was and much healthier and all of this. And so why intellectually knowing this, do I still feel so longing for the past? And it's not necessarily a longing to want to go back to the past, but a longing to embrace once more what was. And it's kind of that feeling where, you know, you think about the last time you saw someone that you really care about and you didn't know that it was the last time until it's been years or they've passed and you wish you could go back to that moment and make the most of it. It's kind of like that, how when you're growing and you realize sometimes when you're growing, you realize how much brighter the world is because you're waking yourself up and things become more vibrant and you start seeing who you used to be more clearly who you used to be at the time was probably very much in your head, disconnected from yourself, disconnected from your relationships and taking a lot of things for granted. I know I was. And as I've grown, a lot of my grief has come up because I think back to that old version of myself and all I want to do is just give her a huge hug and tell her how beautiful she is and tell her how incredible, incredibly smart she is and wonderful she is. And how she doesn't need to pick herself apart. And that is different from wanting to go back to the way things were because I don't. If I were to go back to the way things were, I wouldn't have this perspective that I do now. I would it, it, there's no there's no going back and yet having the growth that you've had in that old version of yourself. There that's an you know, it just that old version of you wouldn't be that old version of you if they had the perspective that you do now. And so it's not wanting to go back because I don't want the mindset that I used to have. I fully love the mindset that I have now, but it's a, it's a wishing that if I had, if I could go back, I would have the mindset I have now so that I could live that part of my life more fully. And that's it. That's a grieving. That's a very real grieving. And so you grieve that old identity, that old version of yourself. You grieve maybe the dreams that they had for themselves that no longer align with you. And again, not in a way that those dreams are now out of reach for you, but you have other dreams that are more in align with what you want and what who you what that you feel are true for you. But you can still grieve those dreams that the old you used to have. I used to dream of, you know, being really high up in the fashion industry. And you know, being, I don't know, like a really well-known fashion blogger, or I even thought about being like a designer or something like that. And just that feels like a totally different identity to me now. You know, I don't, I remember having those dreams, but they don't at all align with who I feel I am at this point. But I still grieve that 
I, I, I had to go through a grieving process of letting go of those dreams, even though I knew that as my identity and my dreams were shifting, they were shifting towards more aligned things, but I still had to let those go because it's scary. It's scary to let go of the things that used to define you, even though you know that it's the, it's for the best. And so you grieve those dreams. And then you also grieve the relationships that that old version of you used to have. You grieve friendships that are no longer aligned or maybe for the time being aren't aligned because you're growing at different rates. You're growing apart. The things that you value and the lifestyles that you want to have differ. You move away and that those the, the form of those relationships change. And that's a grieving too. And it could be friendships or it could be partnerships. And there's also no time frame in which this can happen. This could be something that happens over the course of years or over the course of months or even weeks. And when you think about the idea that all relationships are lessons to be learned from, there's no set amount of time in which a lesson is to be learned. So you could learn a lesson from someone, yeah, over the course of your lifetime. And that thus that person, that relationship is going to be around in your life for a long time. Or it could be that you learn a lesson from someone in five minutes. You met them in line at the coffee shop and they shared something with you that you didn't know before or put a smile on your face and made you realize that there is life and love and joy in beautiful moments that are unsuspecting. So all relationships, no matter the length of time, no matter the level of intimacy, are lessons. And some are going to teach you a lot more than others. But after that lesson is learned, if there's no more to learn from that relationship, then that is a letting go and that is a grieving. And oftentimes those relationships that grow apart through your growth were ones that you needed to have in order to get to that growth. So you can't think of it as, oh, if I had done things differently, maybe we would have still been friends. Maybe we still would have been together. Maybe. But you also wouldn't have grown to where you are now. And so honoring the way that you've grown and who you've grown into and honoring that the ending of that relationship needed to happen and was a natural expiration in order for you to to be who you are at this moment and to step into who you're growing into. So already we have grief on several levels. We have growth grief for the loss of who you once were grief for the dreams and the future that that version of you had, grief for the relationships that that version of you had. And I encourage you to not rush through this process and to not, again, sort of give it a linear timeline that grief is something you're going to go through once and process once and then it'll be out of your system and you'll move on and never think about it again. That's not true. And so I also don't want you to get frustrated with yourself if you feel like, oh, I thought I was over this 
and now it's coming back up. Something triggered this, and I'm feeling these feelings again. Breathe, and don't let yourself get wrapped up in this idea that you need to be over something in a certain amount of time. The length of time in which you heal is not indicative of how well you're doing the work or how well you're growing or how much you've grown. In my opinion, in my view, the length of time that it takes to heal doesn't correlate even to how long the relationship is. You know, I I have friends who've been in year-long relationships and they were able to move on in a matter of like two weeks, whereas they've also been in relationships that were a couple months and it took them years to get over. And again, it just comes down to what kind of lessons did that relationship teach you and how well did you learn those lessons? How ready were you for that relationship? How ready were you for those lessons? And so you can't fixate and you can't put a timeline to your own grief, to your own healing. And that is one of the biggest forms of self-compassion that you can have for yourself. And it is something I've had to learn time and time again. I have I, experienced many times over the course of the past couple years where I've been really investing myself in my self-growth and my self-healing that it is not a linear process, that there are times where you will feel on top of the world, you will feel so in line with yourself and who you are becoming, and it just feels so free. And there's really no other words to describe it other than that. You just feel like yourself at long last. And then there will very quickly also be moments following that where you just feel very out of alignment and very low. And it's so easy in those times to vilify yourself and to get down on yourself and to put yourself down and to say, oh, this is evidence that I'm not doing the work. But no. Allowing those feelings to come up and noticing that those days happen and that are natural and that self-healing The goal is not to never have those days, to never have those days where you're out of alignment. But in fact, the more often they happen, the more readily you're able to recognize when you're out of alignment. And the more readily you're able to also catch yourself when you're feeling that way and honor the emotions that are coming up and know that it is going to pass. And you can sit with them because you've been through it before, often many times, and you can trust yourself to get through your emotions and to not suppress them, to not shove them away, to not hide from them, to not fear them, to not hate them, to embrace them. And then those those low moments, they they don't seem to knock you down so much After you've had several of them, the more you have, the more – it doesn't mean you don't feel them any less. You feel them 
In fact, probably even more because you've opened yourself up to the entire spectrum of your emotions because you know that no matter how you're feeling, you can handle it. And so when you open yourself up entirely, you actually process it that much faster. So the more open you are, you will probably heal faster, but you will feel those emotions much more intensely at the beginning versus if you're still timid to allow yourself to really feel, it will likely draw out the healing process. You will still heal, but it will take longer rather than just like opening up the door and letting it all come through at once. But no matter how you begin your healing process, whether you allow yourself to feel everything at once or whether it is more gradual and spaced out and handling what you can, it doesn't mean that those those emotions will never come back up. They will. And again, that is just a part of integrating your past into your present and embracing every part of your story. And honoring those relationships, that past version of yourself, honoring those old dreams. And you never know what may return into your life. And the separation from those relationships, from those dreams, that time spent apart will have made you both better, put you both in a better place, have grown both of you. And so now when you If you come back into each other's lives, if you find yourself calling again to those dreams, you'll be in that much more of of an alignment for you to create something out of this world. But if not, you're still able to honor and respect and, and love that old version of yourself, those people, those dreams. And I once read a quote or heard a quote, and I can't remember off the top of my head who said it or where I heard it or read it. So if you know, please tell me. But it was that grief is just love with nowhere to go. And I love that idea because that just means that you always have somewhere to send it. There's always a place that is ready to receive love. There's always people in your life who are willing to receive love because there's always you who needs to receive your love. And so when you're grieving a person or your past or whatever it is, know that that's just love and it needs a place to go. And let's say it's a relationship that you used to have. You feel grief because you still have so much love for this person and what you shared, and yet you feel like you are unable to keep fueling that relationship with your love, and you don't know where to put it. Put it towards yourself. Put it into your own self-care. Put all of that energy, all of that love into loving yourself, and also put it towards the people who love you and are still in your life and want you to be in their lives. Love them as much as you can. All of that energy that used to go to that old relationship, send it to those people who you still are in a relationship with. And that's not going to take away the grief, but 
it will help you to process it and help you to feel love again. Because that love that you lost in a relationship or a friendship or for your past self, that never goes anywhere. That love is still very much there. It's going to take on a different shape. It's going to look very different and it may feel like it's not there anymore, but it's there. And your capacity to love is there and it's even bigger because of it. And so sending that capacity to love out to others and towards yourself is the number one way to process your grief. So that's really what I wanted to share today. Um, And I actually would love to close by reading you something that I've written. And I haven't done this before on a podcast, I don't think. But this is something I think I would like to do more of in the future. Um, So I want to read a little passage about growth grief and leave you with that. Grief that occurs in your healing. They don't talk about that so much. It's a messy, complicated, beautiful, and raw place to have so much unconditional love for the person you once were, a person who wanted to be anybody but themselves. It's not a grief that longs to return to a former time, but a grief that longs to speak, that says, if only you could see how truly magnificent you are. If only you could see how all the faults and cracks are what make you radiant. If only you could see how I see you now. Change, but don't forget or belittle the version of you that made you who you are. Growth is a shedding, an undoing, a rediscovery, a letting go, and an allowing. It's at once exhilarating and an unspeakable grief, an open-armed welcome to what lies ahead and the tightest hug to what was. So, I hope that... Wherever you are in your healing journey, I hope that you honor your grief, the grief that you've had, the grief that you have, the grief that you will have, as just one big part of the whole picture and a vital part of the whole picture. And so you may notice a little bit of shakiness in my voice as I was saying all of this stuff today. And, you know, out of my wanting to be transparent and vulnerable with you guys. Um, because it's an important part of my own healing. Um, Yeah, I wanted to bring this topic to you guys today. It's one that I've wanted to share about for a while, but I also wanted to share about it from a place where I was sort of in the thick of it myself, because I think that the message will hit home a little bit more with those of you who need to hear it the most right now, to know that you are not alone in whatever it is that you are grieving and going through and growing through because I'm right there with you. (laughs) Um, But that doesn't mean that we can't find joy in the little moments, find joy in today, find joy in the ones who surround us with love, find joy in our self-love. And I hope that you can move forward with the rest of your day knowing that whatever you feel is okay, however long you feel it is okay, And you will be okay. All right. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Take care.